Hello there. And welcome to the Force Discussions with Hope and Kevin. Werewolves. Okay. Werewolf. Okay. Do you Were- know a lot about werewolves? I know nothing about it. But what happened to werewolves? When we were kids, werewolves were scary shit. Now it's like they could marry me. Like there's a love effect, like Twilight and all that other bullshit. Well, like, because I will explain it to you. Blood. No, there's nothing. To, I'm going off of, I guess, Buffy folklore. I, I'm going with that. Um, because a werewolf is a human being, like 27 days out of the month. So you can justify living your life in a relationship with a quote werewolf because. Most of the time, they're a human being. And you also can justify not killing a werewolf because, again, 27 days out of the month, they're a human being. Yeah, it's, and it's something days they don't. Out of the month, they're they're horrible animals. Machines. Yeah, monsters. But that's also not. It's almost like. Jack, well, I don't want to say Jack on the It's not their fault. This is happening to them. So on Buffy, they just put Oz in a, like a. Well, at first it was like a cage in the library. Which, by the way, and then later was like school of that. The security in that school was a joke. Well, what was so funny? No security. They they did, but they were always dying. I mean, it was kind of what's so weird is like I'm rewatching the show now, and I'm like, you know, a lot of kids die. And I'm watching it. They make reference to having like high mortality rates in their graduating class. And in their classes, and just like in their town in general, and I was like, "Wow, they actually do talk about it. Like, they do reference." Like, yeah, but who like? There's no one going to a like a parent teacher conference meeting. Like, oh, by the way, I'd like to know how you're going to keep our children safe. And they're like, "Oh, we're not." Well, um, so we they have say no that like there's that. the town is like in denial that vampires and monsters and things, demons exist. And you're like, how can you deny it? You See the the terror you've seen. How many parents are burying their kids? Like right, it didn't and then their kid is coming back to life. Yeah, with a bumpy <laughs> forehead. So hello. Which that is all another okay, thing. Okay, get this. Why in Buffy is if you're a vampire, all they did to change your look was like, all right, let's like suck. Because they the wanted you. No, they wanted them to look like a monster and not the human side. They wanted to show that they could pass as humans. But their true side is that monster side, and then they have like the teeth. But what's so fucked up is, uh, several times Buffy's gone to funeral homes, and killed vampires that are come to back to life out of the co- well, not back to life, but become vampires in the and wake up in their coffins, in the funeral home. Not sometimes they don't make it to the ground, and I think, imagine being the funeral director. <laughs> Or anybody, we have to tighten the security here. Or anybody Why? in the someone coming in with a steak. Or anybody in the family, and they're like, "We lost your body. What? We well, you lost your relative's body. We don't know what happened. There's just like dust there now. So now we can so have an urn if I'm you just want. Letting you know, you it's know what I mean? Be like, a closed casket. And it's it's we're still, some of them were you're students. Still gonna pay forty thousand dollars for this? For, for this? Right. You still have to pay for this because um, it's dirty. But no. But think about that. It was students. It was kids that. And, but she had no choice. We're just gonna let a vampire out, right? So anyway, back to werewolves. Um, they put him. Oh, because we were talking about the high school, which is ridiculous. Why does the library have a cage in it? Yeah. Because why has, the library? Because, the library. Okay. What stop saying it going? wrong. And, what library? Yes. 
library. Okay, library, Perry, like, anything else. It's okay. clearly not a normal one where they have a cage. So in the there. reason they, and I think that was probably something that either Giles put in because they have weapons and very like, you know, ma- magical books. Spell books, whatever. How the heck does the end of the month inventory go for them? I don't think uh, anybody is actually running that school because nobody comes into the library. And it was it was a funny because by the end of season three, like people like they would have like a random student come in and they're all staring at them like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "Um, I need to check out a book." And they're like, "Well, what are you doing here?" And then Giles is like, "This is the library." And they're like, "Oh yeah," because nobody goes in the library. They use it as their Scooby meeting. Yeah. Headquarters, so they make jokes about it. Like, why are there other students in here? You know. Yeah, but you think like anyone's like walking like everyone... in there, like six decks, death the salesman, uh, one von flew over the cuckoo's nest, a triton. What? <laughs> I know. Uh, a broadsword. Broad, what class? Why is we have? Si- why is it on the inventory list that we have six broadswords? <laughs> right. And wooden stakes and a lot of crucifixes. We're not a Catholic school. By the way, why does it say caged area in quotes? <laughs> so uh, they had a cage for him. And then when they went to college, um, when he was only on a little bit in season four, I think it was like inside a mausoleum. And it was a like iron gate cage. Um, but then he met another werewolf. But they didn't run off together. He actually went off to find a way to control becoming a, a werewolf and he did and he comes back for willow but she's already moved on and he realizes that he doesn't have control over it as he thought he did and it's like a whole thing and he gets like captured him they have to save him or wait, whatever. Wait, wait, wait. So basically I'm... it was definitely the end of willow and oz and oz ends up leaving but forever. oh mausoleum isn't that the things that are like completely shut off by stone no, they can be... No, they're where families are buried. Yeah. So you have to have access to get into them. I, I, I mean, I, okay, yes, in reality, like, you would not probably be able to just, like, go into... But, you know, they break into What did you do this weekend? They go to abandon. Oh, I went to a mausoleum. Okay, well, think about this. On, like, Buffy, I'm, I'm thinking about Buffy specifically... The vampires that like live in places, well, they obviously can't pay rent, so they just they're squatters. Like they just go to abandoned buildings, aban- abandoned apartment buildings, hotels, crypts. I know, but it's then... hilarious. Mm-hmm. And like, but then they buy groceries. Why do they? Yeah, exactly. They food? go to the store. They so have I don't know anything about werewolves except from from Buffy. So what is your what is even your question about werewolves? When did werewolves become sexy? Well, I don't think the werewolf itself, the idea, oh, that's not sexy. But if it was a person, no, werewolves are not, they're supposed to be scary. They could potentially, like, rip you to shreds. They're like wild beasts. And yet, we have a Beauty and the Beast movie about it. Yeah, and that's funny because he was a human that was like almost permanently turned into a beast, and nobody had a fucking problem with that. Yeah, you don't think like for like a he doesn't turn into a human ever. Not twenty seven days out of the month. He could have possibly or possibly forever if if he hadn't you know broken the spell. He could have been a beast forever. Yeah, but like was the first couple of years of him being turned into a beast just him ravagely destroying everything because he had no control over it, or was he just like ah. Ah, the beast. Ah, this sucks. I'm still going to ravagely destroy things, but I know about it. So I'm just a dick. I think... I'm a teenager. Because he... I'm a teenage smash. Because he was turned into a beast, any 
part of his humanity probably started fading. So that's why after those 10 years, when Bell shows up, he's so angry because he's given in to that side. He also has not had any human contact. He's talking to candelabras Sexual and clocks. Frustration. Let's not forget that. He's oh. talking to the fucking furniture. How do we know he's just not insane? I know. I always thought that. Why, why what is no one evidence like, besides Bell, Bell which... Everybody in, I'm sorry, but everybody in her town thinks she's fucking nuts too. So maybe what really Come happened. Back, like, I'm talking, I'm talking bear guy talked to me and he, all the stuff around yeah, him. And his furniture probably... was, was barking. <laughs> what if it was like in reality, it was just him like actually talking all that stuff and she joined in on the craziness and then they go to attack the castle and it was really just him throwing the furniture. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I think the real story here is that a uh, mentally ill woman met up with a psychotic Bear. A angry man bear. Man bear pig. Man bear pig. <laughs> and they tried to convince everybody else that they were crazy and that he was fine and gentle, even though he's destroyed his own castle. Even better, what if they, they still were crazy after the whole thing was done? They're inviting people back like, look at our look, wonderful castle. Married. And it's like, uh, who's your best man? The candlestick. He got into a person again. Uh, no one's there. <laughs> and you still have a broken candlestick. Yeah. Did you so, throw this wardrobe at someone? Yeah, that's our wardrobe lady. <laughs> she listen, dresses Belle. We already talked about Beauty and the Beast, but I think there really is a story there. It's really about two psychopaths who indulge in each other's mad hallucinations. Everyone thought it was Belle with Stockholm Syndrome. So, and actually, probably... Gaston was like, he, he was like trying yeah, to save He's a hero. He's like, oh my God, this girl is just yeah, like Team crazy. Gaston. Yeah, for the first so, time. So, I don't know... I don't know why anybody... I mean, Beauty and the Beast again. Another live action. Just make it horrible. You already could do it. We're not talking about that movie. <laughs> I, I can't get into it. It will not be a good time for anybody. We're uh, not going to talk about it. What were you originally supposed to be talking about? Because You I always do this to me. You always... I have no idea what we're talking about. I know. What happens is I want to organically go into what we're going to talk about. And so Kevin goes and brings something up and we go off... And then there's no way to segue into what we really want to talk about. And then the, on top of that, Kevin's like, oh, fuck. I actually forgot what we were even supposed to segue into. We're supposed to be... What did we do today, Kevin? I ate steak tips. It was delicious. Oh. And what were you doing while you were oh, eating Oh, we watched your... The Mandalorian. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, we watched The Mandalorian. This is there. a Mandalorian talk, This is huh? a cantina chat. Da, 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 da. I don't remember if I have a theme song. For Cantina Chat. But I will add one. <laughs> I don't remember. But we're going to do a Cantina Chat about the Mandalorian chapters four and five of season one. Yeah. Because the next episode um, we want is about is called The Prisoner and it's, it's a jail thing. prison one and we want it to have its own thing. And then the last two episodes we'll, we'll do together because they kind of... They're finale. They might, they might have to be done together. Maybe not. We'll have to see after watching seven, but they'll likely be together. So we watched episode four, or sorry, chapter four, called The Sanctuary. Yeah, trying to and hide out. this episode was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, who is Ron Howard's daughter, and Ron Howard directed Solo, yeah, um, a Star Wars story, and he was Opie on Happy Days, and he was in a bunch of other stuff. Um, so, and this episode... Um, was definitely like it. I've, it was funny because I thought it was going to be more calm and a little bit more peaceful because it opens like on this beautiful community and it's 
you know, beautiful landscape and it's beautiful colors. And, and then they get ravaged. And it's like, it's not even like two minutes of this, okay? It's like a minute and a half it's, of idyllic, oh, there's a frog or a fishy or I'm whatever. Not kidding. A it, krill. It reminded me of every single anime I've ever watched where it was like right before a war happened. It was like, la, 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 <laughs> la. I don't la. watch. And then, boom, what happened? A meteor just happened. Oh my God, we're all going to die. Well, yeah. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a nice episode. And I was like, oh, no, just kidding. Oh, there's the death. Oh, there's the terror and the horror and the empire. Okay. Is she hiding under a basket? She's hiding under she's a under basket. Her, 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 they're probably going to die. So um, so it, it flipped real quick. But it does go, it, go, it does slow down. And I forgot, this episode's a little bit longer than others. And the other episodes are so short that if anything's a little bit long, it starts to feel long, which to me. But anyway, um... The story in this episode did not have anything to... I don't want to say it didn't have anything to do with the over... The well, arc. The, 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 the arc was... But they had to introduce Kara um, Dune. Yeah. They were introducing Kara Dune into the story. But the whole thing was that he was trying to hide out on a planet. They find out Kara Dune is there. And she's like, I was there first. Right, get and out. And then, <laughs> then he, the, two, the, the people who got attacked in the beginning are like trying to bribe... Mando to come protect their village yeah, protect and kill them. off them. And he's like, and then they find out, like, oh, it's a day's thing there. And we're in the middle of nowhere. He's like, middle of nowhere? Perfect. Then right. he get, the money he gets from them, which is, like, barely anything, I guess. Yeah. He gives to Cara Dune and, like, let's go hide. And her immediate response is, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. no, like, I kicked your butt and I... I know, that fight was cool. Oh, I have yeah. to say, her introduction, like... Seeing her fucking take Mando oh, yeah. like down, and he, and you're she's like an MMA Whoa. fighter. Well, right. Yeah, so that's that's the most badass up. part. Is like she doesn't have a stunt person. No, <laughs> she is a... her own stuff. You know what I actually found? Okay, it's a little side interjection, but it's related to Star Wars. Um, Adam Driver, who played Kylo Ren, did not have a stunt uh, person. I know for at least Rise of Skywalker because I was watching part of the documentary, and he told the stunt person you know the choreographer like i want to do everything and they're like well you can't he's like no train me i i'm gonna do and she's like he was a marine i know well that was the other thing i was like he can do it he can take it um kevin's drinking coke by the way that's not even a fucking beer it's a coke can i drink Um, a beer if we have some yeah we have some in the back well, I, I and I think we have some leftover for vacation. But anyway, Adam Driver like did his own after. stunts and was super impressive. What? I don't have a beer after having a Coke. Let me just. Okay, Bert. No, yeah. we're not no, going to get the other way around. I know Bert it was Kreischer's a beer the other for us. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, he went to a uh, parent-teacher conference and brought two million lights. Wait, at what time? Like seven thirty <laughs> in the morning, right? But he yep. thought he grabbed two. He Pepsis. thought he had a Coke or a Pepsi okay. or a diet, whatever, and he cracks it open and takes a sip, <laughs> and it's a Coors Light, and then. He has two, and he's like, I was just hoping that second one was a Coors Light, because who wants to follow a Coors Light with a fucking Coke at <laughs> 7.30 in the morning? Might as well, like, lean into it, right? So that's uh, that's kind of parents we would be, but we don't have to worry about that. Anyway, back to The Mandalorian. Okay, so um, introduces Cara Dune. She's uh, awesome. the actress. Um, She's an actress and Gina, an MMA fighter. Uh, Carano. Used, well, technically, she used to be an MMA fighter, but she's still, like, does the training. Yeah, it was it was a really kick-ass fight. she was a guest 
on my new favorite show. Yes, on fucking yes, on Earth to Ned. Earth to Ned. I still screwed up. Yes, you you do every time. You still mess it up. And yes, she was a guest because it's on Disney Plus, and anybody who's on Disney Plus, like Disney owns their ass for like you know however long their contract That's is. Okay. So she had to do that crazy Muppet talk show. Okay. So crazy. I mean, glorious they Muppet have talk to show. work together to find a way to basically save this this village, and this community. First, they, don't they, even, they don't even know it's like what the danger is. It was like, oh, it's a raider camp. Yeah, and it's uh, they have uh, Empire level. All artillery, uh, AT, AT, right? Like crazy. Like the walker weaponry. from um, from uh, Return. It's, it's basically like Return, the yeah. Ewoks yeah. versus the Empire again, and of course the Ewoks win again. But um, the community—they don't want to move because this is their way of life. They've they've had this generations the and generations. This well, yeah, of people there, so they kind of make a plea to them. Please help us, us. Yeah, show us how to fight. And show yes, and they say we don't. We have no problem helping the fight. We don't want to just sit here, right? Yeah, wait. Or we, one of them was like, "We gotta help." Yeah, it's like we'll help. It's like because there was the mat. Because finally got to the matter of like numbers. It was yeah. like I've seen that entire ATSD take out battalions of soldiers. So right. it has nothing to do with the fact that we can't kill these people. They still have the ATSD. Mm. So it's like there's no way we can get it. And then finally Mando's sitting there agreeing with her the whole time. And then right at the end, he's like, we could show them. Like, okay, you could have said anything leading up to this. Can we have a sidebar maybe? Hey, uh, we could show them how to do it instead of like me disagreeing completely with you. Well, Sarah. whatever. They figured it out. And like they, you know, they do teach Save them how to fight and blah, blah, blah. But their village, I mean... They do give you that fear again of like Rogue One or even like the end of episode four where you're like, oh my God, are they going to, are the little band of misfits going to make it? Like you're really scared. Like, because yeah. I'm sorry, but one blaster takes out like half their fucking village. Like, yeah, they like, they had, they had like, I want to say they had like maybe 15 little huts. Five of them got blown up. <laughs> In like a minute and a well, half. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just and love that. I love how they so they tried to set up a trap, and I actually love that. Of course, the trap didn't work, and they're like, "Why is it stopping?" Because it was supposed to like just go into the water, or whatever, and it didn't. And and I was like, "Of course, you have to assume it is never going to work out the way that you." It's plan. a Star Wars. Movie, well, just also in life, right. but especially in Star Wars. But you know, they end up fighting in the scrappy band of. Brothers I was you know what I thought was gonna happen. Not that they were gonna have him like step into the water. I thought they were gonna have uh, um, a flashback to Return of the Jedi where they were gonna use a log for something. Not um, a log yeah, to I smash could, it, but right, like but, yeah, I could see that. Maybe happening. like like using uh, more what is it called? handmade weaponry. I thought it was gonna be they were gonna have one of those big trip wires. And yeah. then, as, yeah. and then just roll a big log down a hill, yeah. and then it just like it tightens and done. Right. Or Indiana Jones, it roll a ball over there. I don't yeah. Know. Dun, 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 so dun, dun, I dun, have dun. to admit, I left the room to take the dog out. I think, or get her or something. Um, what? How did that battle conclude? Oh, the, so the battle concluded because uh, so the they pretty much go into the Kara and the Mandalorian go into their camp. And they pretty much just like kill a couple of them. They kill two the raiders. The, the raiders, yeah, the raiders, raiding, yeah. not the people. That'd be kind of like the looters, messed up. Yeah. But they go and they kill two of them, and then they go into like a little area, and it looks like they have like little tiny like look like little honestly look like little like little 
like tubs, like blue tubs. And they put a bomb there, and they're like, okay, let's get going. And then people start walking in, and they start having fights with, like, five of them. Then they realize, we gotta get out of here, because there's a bomb right here. So he blasts the side of a door, and she just looks at him and goes like, I get it, and runs through it like a badass. And then, out of the whole thing, uh, they run back to camp, and again, the thing... The, the ATST is following them mm-hmm. and it doesn't go into the trap. So Kara mm-hmm. jumps out with the rifle from uh, Mando and mm-hmm. starts firing at it from like two little spots away so that it'll start firing at her and then they'll it'll get closer to try to kill her. But the problem is it doesn't go any further. So finally she shoots inside the eye of the, of the damn the thing. The window. Yeah. Of the window. So the guy who was controlling the left side, right. his leg goes uh is just not being controlled so it just kind of slips and then the whole thing slips from the left and crashes and then mando runs up and throws a bomb in there jumps into kind of like kind of just be in the same area where kara was Mm -hmm. and all the other people just start they you know go crazy and kill people and they're just fighting people with sticks (laughs) how'd they clean it up they did not they did not answer that at all but they did imply (laughs) that it was like a couple of weeks later Oh, okay. So they so probably like, just like they cleaned it up and then like maybe they got some Jawas in there. They probably did. Can you guys take this apart real fast? <laughs> I, um, know, I know a guy. I know a couple of them. And then he was going to. He wanted to leave. Yeah, he wanted to leave Yoda there. Yoda. Baby Yoda. Sorry, the child. The child. But he wanted to leave Baby Yoda there. Then some guy comes out of a corner. And it looks like he's about to shoot Baby Yoda, which I was very disappointed that they even thought of that. And Kara, out of the corner, fires a gun through the guy's back of his head. And you all think, everyone thinks like, oh, God, it was Baby Yoda. Which, I mean, no, it wouldn't be. But then it realizes that the he has a tracking fob. And it's like, of course, right. they're tracking. They're trying to find, they're gonna right. try to do He it. still has a bounty out. Yeah. Like, there's still a bounty out. So she stays there and but he, he goes. But he almost has a romantic, well, he has a. He's he a semi sort of does have a romantic moment with one of the ladies who's there who has a child. And um The whole time she wanted him. The whole yeah. like, day. And she was like, one. Uh, I think you're happy you seem happy here too. Are you happy here? Are you happy? The bitch tries happy? to take his mask off. Yeah, Helmet. I know. Yeah, she does. But he's like, No, I can't. Um, and then he takes baby Yoda. And they fly away, like, at the end of Greece. Um, yeah, they kind of do. In a convertible. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm just, I'm making that, I don't actually remember how it ended, but it I It ended with him leaving with Baby Yoda yeah. and all the kids going like, Hi! Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. And then he leaves. Um, and then the next episode, so that was the end of four. So that was, this, that was Sanctuary, and that was a, a chapter. I keep saying episode, but they're, mm. technically, they're chapters. Um, and the next one is the gun slinger. This is when he's flying in the beginning of the, in the beginning of the episode he's like fi- um fighting off a fi- uh, a fighter that's clearly knows it's Mando. He's just like I'm going to get you Mando and mm. he actually says to him the line that Mando says in the beginning which is I can bring you in hot or I can bring you in cold. And then he like yeah. his ship's getting beat up by this guy so he does a full stop in space which didn't know you could do, but cool. Full stop in space, and the guy nails his engine as he goes over the top of the Razor Crest, the ship Mando's in, and he just fires on him. He goes like, that's my line. Um, so I didn't like the guy. You didn't like a guy? The guy who plays the gunslinger. The... Well, I'm not, we're not even at that part. He I know. Oh. Yeah. 
I looked up the episode and I saw the actor who plays it, and it's Bobby Cannavale's son. And I didn't realize he had a he was old enough to have a kid. Oh, he was born in '95. So how old does that make him? He's younger than us. No shit, Sherlock. He's almost ten years younger than us. Who are you kidding? So he's twenty five. He's twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, Wait, fine. Bobby Cannavale as a kid is twenty five. Damn. Well, he's now he's twenty six. What? What? Because there was filmed last year, so I guess he's twenty six. Well, you know what I mean. Anyway. Um. So, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I got ahead of myself because I wanted to look. So up after the, the after the space I battle, I didn't. Not that I didn't like the actor. I didn't like the, his character. Oh, I liked it. I thought it was pretty. It was a, almost every episode so far has been a old western that I used to watch with my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them was a scene or something. So in this in this episode, well, that's because that's, Star Wars has that the original. Yeah, especially four taken, has that, and they made that really. Yeah, they took well it from this. western, like you know. Yeah, but um, so now that he had a fight in space, he has to land somewhere, and of course, he lands on Tatooine. In, um, I think it's, I forget what it's called, Hammerhead? I think it's either Hammerhead or Longhead or something like that, wherever the... Oh, the, um, the ship? The ship lands in the same place that Luke and Obi-Wan left from where they met Han Solo in the first, um, Star Wars movie, A New Hope. And I cannot remember what it's actually called. Um, but that's where they land, and of course, that's someone's like telling him, like, "You need, you need to fix all this. This looks bad." And there was a cool actress. Um, well, this that... is the in in the cantina. The bounty hunter sits in the same booth where Han Solo was yeah. with Greedo. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't remember what that spaceport is called. Mos, no, it's a Mos Eisley. Oh, Mos Eisley. Yeah. I thought it was called Ham or something. Oh well. I thought you were talking about the name of a ship. I thought you, because isn't there a hammerhead ship? There's a hammerhead ship. Maybe I'm getting that confused. It's Mos Eisley. Mos Eisley. Are you even a Star Wars fan? I'm just kidding. Um, More Star Wars than you ever did. You know, I know. You know way more. You do. You know way more. Um, Anyway. um, So they were at Mos Eisley. Yeah. Yeah, So they they went there and that, um, what's that lady that? Was at like repairing his ship when he lands. So the actress is um, Amy Sedaris, who's really a comedic actress. But this was more well, she still was funny in this episode, but it's more like sarcastic. And she's great. I thought she was great. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. Oh god. Mark Hamill has an uncredited voice as one of the droids, EV ninety nine. That's hilarious. Um. What about her? What? Oh, her name was no, Peli like Mo- Moto. That's. Pelly or Pelly? Pelly Moto? I don't know. But she was taking care of the child because Mando was like, hey, fix my ship. I'm piecing out and fucking just left him on the ship. And I was like, okay. He's not totally precious cargo. I will say she's the first person in the show that just calls about like, you can't leave a child in the ship. She's like, you can't leave a child alone. And he just sits there and goes like, instead of saying like, sorry, he just goes like, Thank you. Yeah. Well, because she also says, uh, you have a lot to learn about, you know, parenting, like, a young one or whatever. And he was kind of like, yeah, you, you have a point. Like, you're right. Like, Thanks. So she kind of looked after him while he went um, with this guy. The gunslinger. The gunslinger to go on a, on a, on a bounty. A bounty. Because he's already there for a bounty. Right. But he can't, he can't get to the 
bounty or something, or he just knows it's too dangerous. Who the kid? Yeah, if yeah. I forget what reasoning he won. He just won. He, he just he asshole. didn't even care for the money. He just wanted to because he knew if he did this. Job, oh, he he'd wanted get to guild. be a legend. He wanted to be in the uh, bounty the, the guild. guild. And usually you have to do something like really incredible to get into the bounty guild. Right. So he took this bounty and he was like, cool, I'll, I'll do this. But then he realized, mm, I'm not going to be able to do it. So he hires Mando. He says, you can keep the money. I just want the credit for, right. the, for the bounty. And then they go on their little adventure and they see sand people, which I was so happy. Yeah. that Yeah. But, it was kind of cool. Like, I love all the throwbacks to um, the... You know, original trilogy, because and and also the practical, the use of practical, practical effects. Looking at Yoda in this episode, and like, um, I was watching something, and it was just showing like how he's done, and it's all puppet. He's not CG. It's that is so cool. It's all puppet and like you know robotics. I think that is so cool, and I think that's why he works because he's real, like not real, but you know what I mean, like. What? Why are you staring I'm at me like that? I'm to you. Like I should because I'm your husband. I was just talking about husband. how impressed I was okay. with baby Yoda. I had nothing to say after, so Continue I just... Continue talking about the gunslinger. The gunslinger. He was... I just didn't really like his character. I felt like this was a filler episode, except that we got to see Amy Sedaris in a cool character role, and... Um, I mean, Baby Yoda didn't, like, he didn't exhibit anything except being fucking adorable. I think it was cool to see um, that kind of story within Mandalorian, which is just, it, it that kind of story has happened before. What story? A story of a gunslinger asking someone else's more experience to help him with something, and then he turns on him. Like, that kind of thing happens in plenty of Westerns. So it's, like, really cool well, that so it, they, they find the away. bounty. Yep, they finally get... a woman. Get, and, awesome. um, and she's Mulan or something. Yes. She's the actress. Let me get her. Yeah, she's awesome. Her name. Yeah, she, she was, was great. Now, as they're trying to find her, they know she's on a ridge and she has like a long range sniper. Yep. And the way they try to get to her is that they wait till night and then. Oh, they... Ming Na Wen. She was on ER for a very, very long time. Yeah. And she was also the voice actress for the animated movie Mulan. Um, in 1998. Um, but what I was so impressed was how, I know this, well, she was, fan, it was a great episode. She was a great uh, character, but she looks fantastic. Like, I, she's oh, a she lot does. older than I thought I... she was, and I was just shocked at how young she looked. I was like, wow. I Because I was thinking back, I was like, wait a minute. She was on ER, like, in the 90s, like 30, well, not 30 years ago, but like 25 years ago. Yeah. She has to be, you know, older. But anyway, um, she was great. She was a great character, but he kills her, the gunslinger. Well, that's because they finally capture her. Mm-hmm. After, I was kind of disappointed, weird, I'm not going to lie. I was after like, a weird kind of... see her again. Yeah, after a weird shootout, they um, they capture her, and, and they in the beginning, they found a dewback, which is a weird weird thing, that, a weird creature. Like, Mando wouldn't have killed her. He was going to bring her... Well, he didn't care. He just wanted to capture her and get paid right. from his bounty. Well, that's true. And that's all he wanted to do, uh, but she gave him the idea that because once she sees once she sees Mando, she goes like, "Oh, you know, uh, I I think I've seen you oh. before. Have you been to Nasva- uh, Navarro? Navarro, which is where he just escaped from with the uh, baby Yoda. So where he, he had like the shootout with yeah. the 
with all the, the science. Well, not really the scientists, but like where he, he basically took him from the where they're em, the Empire, Empire group, group and then the bounty group. and then the bounty group um, as well. Mm. Sorry, uh, but pretty much she gives him that idea, and so he kills her. Mm. Like thanks for the tip, and then he just drives off. So when Mando gets back with the dewback. He sees that she's shot, and he's like, ah, oh, crap. So he finally gets to town, and sure enough, he's right there with the baby. Yep. And um, the lady who's fixing his ship. Uh, and pretty much, he ha- she he tells her, like, go ahead and cuff him. And behind his head is one of those same flash grenades they used. Which, so it's, it's uh, the show is dark, filmed, like, it's, yeah, it's it has a really... lot of shadows, and it's hard to see sometimes. There's not a lot of light on the show. I could not tell what it was. I was like, is that a gun? Is it a grenade? Is it a flash? Like, what is it? And it ends up being, like, a flash and, like, smoke. Well, that's what they use and it, to it capture. And it distracts. Yeah, that's yeah. what they use to capture the... Uh the bounty in the and first place. And he gets place. to the side and shoots him and he drops, he falls over and drops Baby Yoda and they, and of course he tells Amy Sedaris's character to like get back and she's like, no, we have to get him and then Yoda's like nowhere to be found but he's just like Actually, tucked, he just behind he a, a barrel. Just, he literally just comes out of nowhere like, like, hi hey, everybody. Hey, like, sup? Hey. What's going on? Hey, that was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can you and, shoot you know, another guy? He gets him and Baby Yoda is probably gonna grow up just the most like loving violence so much. Mm. And it's gonna be hilarious because it's gonna be totally like if they ever like when I'm in my eighties and they're like, We're now gonna have the young adventures of Baby Yoda, the child, also known as blah blah blah. And then it's gonna be like him just like stabbing something like No <laughs> Like, whoa, he's no. really violent. Wonder how that happened. Well it's probably because he Spent a lot of his time with uh, Mandalorian, <laughs> and he shot and killed everyone around him. Just saying. <laughs> okay, can I ask a hypothetical? Could, I don't want to say maybe this particular species Yoda, but the real Yoda, the Yoda we know, do you think he could have been evil? Like, could he have been a Sith? Um, there's, there's, a, there's a little Because I can't from, imagine. So he... No, I don't think that Yoda could have been a Sith, but he yeah. he does show Dooku because uh, in the Clone Wars they captured Dooku at one point, and Yoda has a chance to talk to him. But Dooku in this in this case was being captured on purpose to try to get Yoda to mm-hmm. join him uh, before he joined up with Sidious, and Yoda shows uh, like him a vision of what it would like a dark side uh, Yoda would would be, oh, and God. it fucking terrifies the hell out of Dooku. So much that when he goes back, well, because... he goes to Sidious and he's like, "Yeah, I'll join you. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. Like we got, we got, we got to do something." Because it just scared the hell out of me. He never. Like, Why would he go to Sidious then? Because he was already working with Sidious. He was trying to get Yoda to just understand why he was like he was trying to get Yoda to do to pretty much understand that he wasn't doing this for evil intent, which is why Dooku never turned into a Sith. No, he was doing it because he thought that was really the benefit of. The actual uh, galaxy. Granted, in Clone Wars and the cartoon stuff, he does a lot of maniacal stuff. But his end game is to make sure the world gets back to a peaceful area. Right. So that's what he wants to do. Well, I hope that this Yoda doesn't have the potential uh, to be a Sith. I don't think it would go that way. They're going to show some evil Yoda stuff. I guarantee there's going to be an evil... Why would you guarantee that? That doesn't... That's gotta be. 
I, I mean, I would that that just sounds so interesting. The only there's so many questions. Okay, with well, Yoda. the only benefit that I will give you is Kevin is right a lot <laughs> when it comes to like stories or plots or like random shit. So I will give you the benefit of the doubt, but I think that's ridiculous. I don't and think. I don't think they're gonna. No, do I that. think they'll. I think what will happen is because they have the maybe not in season two, but even in season three. I, I just think, don't think them being like. I yeah, let's give them a, a Gremlins Yoda. Yeah, I think that's exactly no what's gonna way. happen. I think what will happen is they'll show um, the. I think what's gonna happen, and this is my prediction for Mandalorian uh, season two, is that Mando's gonna try to find some Jedi, and what he's gonna find is someone who's either. Not a Sith, not a Jedi, but like Dark Side, and they're going, and he's either going to have a vision, or there is going to be a vision of if Baby Yoda gets trained up by this person, or in some way. See, I feel like they would just use him or his DNA to, I guess, what would they make a clones of Yodas? That'd be stupid. Or they're just using him. I think they're using the research just to see if they is possible to because, clone a force. User. Because that that was the whole purpose. Of, because the and originally um, for the Clone Wars, they were going to do a species that was force sensitive mm-hmm. to do that. Um, that was uh, Dooku's, Dooku's and Sidious's original. Actually, sorry, no, Plagueis, it was, um, Plagueis's and Sidious's original plan was to was to clone these. Beasts no, but they found. who was the one? Sifo-Dyas. Sifo Dyas. Well, Sifo Dyas was a guy who was tricked well, to yeah, do this. True. But it was really Sidious. It was it. it was Sidious oh. and Dooku. Well, really, Dooku was the one that messed with, with yeah. Sifo Dyas. But the Plagueis and the Sidious's plan was to clone a bunch of these creatures that were force sensitive. And breed an army. Then they huh. found out, oh, you can't, you can't uh, clone stuff really? that are uh, force sensitive. How so, do they just? I don't. How do we know? How do you know this? Comic books and other books that tell you the reasons and why. Okay. Has this been verified? Already, already in the book. Okay, that's that's totally fine. Plagueis book and the other stuff. Okay, so so that so that's why they went into. So what was what? Did they dis- what did they use to discover that they couldn't? Um, I I can't remember if they actually tried to clone it or did the people who were cloning just said no you can't you can't do that creature because of this reason this reason so that's why they went to uh, a bounty hunter and they found uh, Jango Fett and mm-hmm. there you go that's what they that's where that's where they got Jango Fett's idea because they figured. Uh, maybe we can't use a force sensitive person, but we can use someone who's extremely strong, uh, and is uh, you know actually very good at killing stuff, and that would be perfect. So, man, uh, Mando, Boba Fett is supposed to make an appearance. I don't know if it's this season or the next one because it has been renewed for a third season already. But when he appears, I don't know if it's going to be in the timeline in which the Mandalorian is set and he's somehow escaped the Sarlacc pit. Or if it's going to be a flashback. I hope it's because um, they they always had like stories of Boa Fett. They told like, they it, has it been canonized that he escaped the. I'm not sure if it's canonized, but I know there's a story a good a good storyline of him being you know, coming out. There's a, a whole thing in legend with him coming back to life and and right. doing all that, which is cool. I really I don't know want, if they're going to go that way. I really want it as um, the the a set of the climax being. Of the whole of the like the finale of Mandalorian two, instead of it being about Yoda and everything else, uh, I think they should start that way. And I think I hope they go into a old style western where um, 
Boba Fett is hunting down Mando and Ooh. then having a uh, old-style gunslinging fight and then uh, Mando actually dies. And what happens the is... The new Mandalorian is Boba Fett. No, well, here's oh. the thing. Well, that would be cool. But it would I'd, be cool, I but... I feel like you'd remember, have to see Well, you remember, they're both wearing Mandalorian armor. Mm. Who the heck going to know who's under who's the mask? Right. So it's have Mando, act, like, kill Boba, but you guys, everyone who's watching set, thinks it's Mando who's dead. And it, uh, everyone comes up, they're like, like, they're like, oh, here's your bounty, here's this, Boba, good job. And what happens is Mando does take off his helmet, but he switches helmets and switches his stuff. I don't know if they would do that for season two, or if they would save that, or if they'll even do it at all, but I think that could be an interesting story. Well, line. the only thing that would be um, weird about it, uh, actually, the only way that that would work where he could still be a part of the Mandalorian clans if he kept his helmet on, and they go, hey, what happens? Like, uh, don't worry, I kept this, I, I got my trophy. And it, it, and their mind's like, oh, Boba Fett took his helmet because that's better right. gear. Oh, right. I get it. Here, you can take the rest of the armor. I got my trophy right here. And then they go and take Mando off. They're like, finally, we got the gill. Here's your money for it. And it's actually Mando. But why would he give up all that armor for Boba's? Be- to get the guild off his back. Oh, and then he can just make new armor? Well, he can, as long as he didn't take off his helmet. I know, but what I'm saying is that, like, he could continue on as Boba Fett. But he Boba but, could make new, he could make new armor at some point. That's what he's kind of, well, he's sacrificing the armor so that... Remember, because that, that armor is a I target. know, and what I'm saying is he would eventually give up Boba Fett's armor and create new armor. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <sighs> she's mad God. at me. She's mad at me. Because you're not listening to what I say sometimes. And I understand that sometimes the things I say don't make sense, and that's... But that's for you to figure out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, um, but yeah, that, that's what I would like to see. So... That. I yeah I don't I really don't have any predictions for a season two. I think they're going to hopefully explain maybe not everything but a little bit more about the origins of this Yoda and the intentions at the Empire or that group you know and what Moff Black Saber dude Dark fi- Saber uh, Dark Saber I can't remember what the character's name is now but anyway um, what their intentions are with Yoda and I would like to see how Ahsoka and um, Boba Fett, if Boba Fett is in this season, how it plays out. I have no predictions. I just, I'm excited to watch it um, and kind of see what happens. I've, I'm have i surprised at how much I've, I enjoyed this show. Oh, yeah. I knew I was going to be like, I was going to like it okay because it's just Star Wars. I really, really like it. So I'm excited. I'm excited for season two, which premieres very soon. Well, in a month. In a month, yeah. And um, we are... Trying to rewatch and at least record all of them, uh, for the recaps for season one. I'm trying to get them out before October 30th because I think we are going to start with season two and recap it as it goes. We might not stick with every week, but we're definitely going to do the premiere. Oh, yeah. And definitely. then we might slow down, but we're definitely going to do a premiere episode and podcast and we'll put it out pretty shortly after. She will. I will not. I will put it out. Damn thing. <clears throat> Sorry, shortly um after the I don't after do any premieres. work at all with this podcast. Well, no, you you bring your ideas and stuff, but you that, don't That's what um, you tell your edit. husband when he's not doing much is you bring ideas and you bring thoughts and you bring and good vibes. And then I choose to do <laughs> whatever, whatever the hell with she those. wants to do. That is how this marriage works. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much as that works. 
It's um, you decide something and I go, eh. Well, yeah, you have an idea, and then I find a way. If I think, like, yeah, that would be a really good idea, and then I find I a way to do it. The I, thing is, you don't give a shit whether it's a good idea or not. If I say no, you're like, okay, no skin off my ass. If I say yes, you're like, great, you do all the worst work. Again, no skin off my ass. So it works out for you either way, whether I say it's a good idea or not. Funnier? Because I'm the only one who manifests the ideas. What's, okay, everybody, good night. What's funny <laughs> is that I will say the idea. And completely forget about it, and I'll go down and have a sandwich somewhere, and she'll be like, "All oh, right." Oh, so I did that thing you talked no, about. She's like, "Great." So now that you're here, I've done this, 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 this. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" You're like, "That one idea you had last night while we were going to sleep." Well, don't give me ideas, dude. I will fucking do something with them. I I go generally that I'm not listened to at Although all. You so. took my idea of getting a dog, and you made that. Idea and obsession that I knew you were you wanted is that's like finding out someone wants something for Christmas and then you. I know, but I honestly God think it would be harder for me to set up and find a dog and set up an adoption and have the whole thing go smoothly than do this podcast. Let's be honest here. Uh, even though I found the dog, my wife still took care of all the paperwork. No, you. But no, because... <laughs> She's thinking about Well, okay, the actual adoption, yes. But all the stuff... No, you had to get pre-approved. Oh, I did. I did You all did. That went stuff. through extensive yeah. interview uh, process. My mom, too, because we live with her. And all I did was read a contract and sign it. That was it. I didn't... I didn't have to... And, and I and I paid a, the, the thing through Venmo or whatever. Like, yeah. It was By the not... way, uh, the, because you didn't read that contract, we do have to give our firstborn, firstborn child. Problem is, we're not going to have kids, so it's going to be like, ha, ha. Okay, number one, that's not true because I actually did read the contract. He Says didn't. Fine print. Fine print. <laughs> so fine print's always there. Um, no, my but step, you know what? Testicle. What that's is what in there? I, I really miss it. Is that... You miss what? <laughs> I said I gave up my left testicle. It, it hurts. I'm sorry. But Why did it. you give? Oh, for your first That was in the point? fine print. Well, that's that your fucking print. problem. That's not my problem. You, you did that voluntarily. Right boob later in life. But... You know what? <laughs> you know what was in the contract, though, that's scary as shit, is that we had to promise not to dock her tail mm-hmm. or trim her ears or whatever the fuck that means, yeah. debark her a bunch um, of stuff. Essentially, uh, if you did put a m- mu- muzzle Mulan. on her. I was like, re- I'm like, no, we're not gonna torture our dog. <laughs> I was like, what? What is happening? And that was the shit you had to agree no. to. It's even said dog fighting. I was like, what the fuck? And then what was the other thing that I was like, oh, if after a certain amount of time, and I forget how many weeks it was, you could tell the shelter. That you that you couldn't like it wasn't gonna work, but you had to agree to still hold like hold on to the dog or arrange or arrange housing or whatever for the dog and for like I think it was a month or six weeks. And I thought within that time you might as well keep the dog if you can't like at least try. And now we got lucky because Leia is like an angel, but like at least try to make it work. I can't imagine adopting a dog and then wanting to give it back. That's the most monstrous thing to me. Well, it might be uh, the fact that they can't take care of it. Like, yeah. That's, and it, that, right. It could be a financial thing. It could be a physical thing. It could be... Yeah. I, I understand, but I just mean some people legit are like, this is too hard. And I'm like, fuck off. You don't deserve a dog. Okay, sorry. Anyway, don't get me started. I love my dog so much. Um... We got way off track, as per usual. Um, I have no predictions for Mandalorian, and I'm excited for season two. 
Me too. Yeah. I want many things to happen, but yes, I... and which you already discussed, we're not going to recap them again. Um, but I anyway, want, I just want things. You do. I want many things too. I, like a better fucking sequel trilogy. I will say, I got texted the other day by a friend of mine, Stacy, who I guess watches, uh, listens to this podcast, which is hilarious because I, I just thought we were talking into like a microphone and that was it. You um, are. There's literally nobody listening on the other end. I didn't think so. Well, apparently she it's is. It's just us. So she was listening, and I was like, oh, that's great. And she, I was telling her, like, other ideas we might going to do, because we don't always do Star Wars. We do right. other stuff. And she can't, She uh, said, like, oh, and you got Final Fantasy. Let me know. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, well, I didn't, we're not going to, I don't think we're doing Final Fantasy, but we were thinking of doing a Zelda one or something like that. And I was like, well, Final Fantasy would be a good idea. And then right after it, she goes, yep, the trailer just went out. I have a few theories. And I was like, <laughs> you're reminding me of, uh, what's her name from SNL? The black lady from SNL. I'm trying to Leslie remember. Jones? Leslie Jones. Yes. It reminded me of one of her skits. That, uh, it oh, was, yes. One of her skits is when... She um, would have some opinions about things. She, they, she was supposed to be like, oh, this is a doctor of research, and I guess they like saw a guy who had like Crocs and socks and why this beautiful woman was married to him, and I totally relate to that. <laughs> um, but it was like, they go to her, and it's like, why did this hurricane happen? It's like, because of hurricanes. I have a few, a few theories. <laughs> <laughs> like, about why these two people <laughs> are together. And I forget, I think the, one of the actresses... Because they did it's it like a few beautiful. times. But I think one of them, I think, was Margot Robbie. Well, I forget who the first but one was. But I think one, one was blonde. Margot Robbie, and she's so beautiful. <laughs> and the premise is, like, they're at, like, some disaster, like a natural disaster or, you know, whatever, and the news are there. And they go to this couple who are, like, like the they, guy. They think it's just two people, and it's like, and me they, and my they husband are really. they don't realize they're together, so they're like, kind of, like, me asking and my, them Me and my them. wife are just glad that we're, ha- we're happily insane. And they're and like, they're like Wait, your, your wife? wife? <laughs> and then they, let's go down to the floor of the, 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 the cement and see how much it's cr- uh, cracked the uh, cement. And it looks out, and he has, he has crocs with socks. <laughs> and he's, uh, what, 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 did did you guys lose your car or anything? He's like, oh, yes, our, our. Kia Sorenta is is actually <laughs> under the under all of this, and he goes, "You're driving this smoke show in a Kia Sorenta." And yeah, so that's why when they go back, they're like, "So what about hurricanes?" She's like, "Fuck hurricanes! I want to know how this happened." <laughs> yeah, like, they how keep, did these they keep going to analysts, and every analyst just goes like, "Well, maybe they're childhood friends." And they just how do we get off on this ta- fucking tangent? Oh, you I, said I, Leslie Jones reminded you of somebody. Of Stacy. Okay. Yeah, Stacy. So what? Maybe we'll you'll do it. I think we might invite her on. Be like. Yeah. Because I, Cause I don't you guys know. Can talk about Zelda. Well, as, no, I was gonna say she can do Final Fantasy. I just don't know anything. I don't know a lot about Final Fantasy. I don't either. So I don't know I, she will be it. our expert, and me and you will be the two people going. What? What? Yeah. Anyway, this was kind of a long one, but we talked about well, we talked about a lot of stuff, but mostly the Mandalorian season one chapters. Uh, Four and five. Um, and next time we'll talk about six, which is the prisoner. Um, so and we, that's an episode we really like. So we're excited. And uh, thank you for joining us. I will see you on the flip side. What about you, Kevin? I mean, I won't see them. It's a podcast. Oh my god! I already said that is my tagline, my sign off, and I'm sticking to it. It doesn't make any sense, but I'm signing off, and I'll see you on the flip side. Oh, goodbye, everybody. There you go. Good boy. <laughs>